What's in a Number by Knowledge the Wordsmith. The committee met the man with glee, Dr. David Martin dropping truth bombs repeatedly. He got into it about the coronavirus disease. He's part of the world's largest underwriter of intangible assets used in finance in 168 countries, underwriting systems which include the entire corpus of federal grants, procurement records, e-government records, and patents applications. They monitor a series of thematic interests for a variety of individuals and organizations. Over 4,000 patents that have been issued around the coronavirus, Dr. David Martin reviewed. Done while the whole planet came and glued, he and others took the actual genetic sequences that were reportedly novel and reviewed those against the patent records that were available the spring of 2020. They found 120 pieces of evidence to suggest that the declaration of a novel coronavirus was a fallacy. When asked to produce the coronavirus, the WHO and various scientists would always stall. There were coronaviruses, but no single identified novel coronavirus at all. Information you need to know, patents were sought as early as 22 years ago. All is not as it appears. COVID hasn't been novel for 22 years. Very few in 2021 are any the wiser that the first vaccine ever patented for coronavirus was actually sought by Pfizer. The application for the first COVID vaccine was specifically the S spike protein. It's not open to debate. The application was filed January 28, 2000. So now you have the date, the facts you cannot ignore. US patent 637-2224. Fauci and the NIAD love the coronavirus's malleability. They saw it as a potential candidate for vaccines for HIV. My, my, my. Like I was singing Johnny Gill, Fauci funded research at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. This is what Fauci and the NIAD decided to do. They built an infectious, defective coronavirus and filed the application April 19th, 2002. They should be put on the gallows and hung. It was built specifically to target the human lung. Dropping the knowledge in these bars, NIAD made SARS. Knowledge that should phase ya. This was long before there was any alleged outbreak in Asia. Information that they tried to hide. U.S. Patent 727-9327 engineered ACE receptor, ACE2 binding domain, S1 spike protein, and other elements synthetically modified in the laboratory using nothing more than gene sequencing technology, taking computer code and turning it into a pathogen and doing it again and again and again. Dr. Martin studied patent applications. His organization was also asked to monitor biological and chemical weapons treaty violations. Throughout the fall of 2001, his company monitored an enormous number of bacterial and viral pathogens that were being patented through the NIH and the NIAD and a number of other agencies internationally. 
clearly intended for every state a biological weapon candidate. The lie that they told us is starting to erode. It was turned into a pathogen using computer code. Breaking it down in this rhyme, coronavirus has been part of the sequence of proteins that circulates for a very long time. The alleged outbreak that took place in 2002 going into 2003 gave rise to a very problematic April 2003 filing by the CDC. They filed the entire gene sequence on what became SARS coronavirus. They're done. This is actually a violation of 35 U.S. Code Section 101. You can't patent a naturally occurring substance. They're through. The 35 U.S. Code Section 101 violation 101 was patent number 7220852. COVID pandemic, they didn't come legit. Their patent also had a series of derivative patents associated with it. It was all about getting their pockets fatter. The patent application was broken apart because they were of multiple patentable subject matter. Dropping bar after bar, U.S. Patent 4659703P, U.S. Patent 7776521, covered the gene sequence of SARS coronavirus and the means of detecting it using RT-PCR. On closer inspection, you'll see owning the patent on both gives you 100% of the provenance not only of the virus, but also its detection. These people have no soul. The patents gave them entire scientific and message control. Dr. David Martin was wise to their scheme. This patent sought by the CDC was justified by their public relations team, so everyone would be free to be able to research coronavirus. Can you dig it? Like we heard from the warrior Cyrus. Don't even try. It's a straight up lie. The CDC rolled the dice. They were and they were rejected twice. Let me explain. The gene sequence is already in the public domain. CDC looking a patent on the means looking at a patent on the means of virus detection. They overrode the patent office's rejection. They were in heaven when they finally got the patent in 2007. So they paid a bribe to get it through. This is what the CDC decided to do. You think this is all of the dirt on the CDC? Nah, to keep their application private, they paid an additional fee. They make me sick. How are you paying a fee to keep the information private? But saying you're trying to make this info available to the public, this is what they decided to do. It's available in the public patent archive record, which any member of the public can review. Oh, but SARS-CoV-2 is distinct from the CDC patent? That's a fact check. I roll. All I know is that I'm looking at a cover-up of a supposedly factual train wreck. The lunacy of the CDC the gene sequence was filed in 2003. Fact checkers talking jive. CDC did it again in 2005. They, the expose they tried to use fact checkers to fix, but these nut jobs patented again in 2006. The subclade that has been called SARS-CoV-2 overlap, overlaps from a taxonomic point of view. I'm destroying their story with a lyrical wrecking ball, like my name was Miley Cyrus. 
The patent clearly states it's a subclade of the clade called SARS coronavirus. So it started with a canine coronavirus that began with animals. The CDC in 2003 filed a patent and three days later, a company in Maryland does the same. Sequoia Pharmaceuticals, 28th of April, 2003. Three days after the CDC breaking down the data, the CDC filed a patent on coronavirus and then the treatment was available three days later. Absorb this information. Now you're a little bit wiser. Sequoia Pharmaceuticals and Ablinix Pharmaceuticals rolled into the primary holdings of Crucell, Johnson & Johnson, and Pfizer. Patent on April 28, 2003. Patent number 7151163. This is what Sequoia Pharmaceuticals decided to do. The problem is the patent was issued and published before the CDC patent on coronavirus was let through. All of this an early lead into the 2021 COVID vaccination. If Sequoia knew about CDC's patent dealings, then they had insider information. So the fact check BS, I can lyrically dismember. You can't patent a thing that treats a thing that had not been published. CDC paid to keep it a secret, remember? So Sequoia Pharmaceuticals and CDC colluded in a criminal conspiracy. Racketeering and collusion, it's not a theory. So many sins for which they have to atone. Moderna getting the spike protein sequenced by phone. From the Vaccine Research Center at NIAD, the truth hopefully now you're beginning to see. The planet is being played. They got this info prior to the definition of the novel subclade. 5th of June 2008 was another very important date. We had shady dealings and goings on with the CDC, then DARPA showing an interest in coronavirus as a biological weapon. Yes, that's the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. June 5th, 2008, Ablinix filed a series of patents on coronavirus and they are now a part of Sanofi. 13 years before the COVID vaccine, they targeted the polybasic cleavage site for SARS-CoV the ACE2 receptor binding domain, and the spike protein, U.S. Patent 9193780. Then in 2016, 2017, and 2019, a series of patents covering RNA strands and subcomponents of the gene strands were all issued by Ablinix and Sanofi, Crucell, Rubis Therapeutics, and the Children's Medical Corporation, all took part in the lead up to the coronavirus vaccination. Ranier Fielmich will hopefully file suit on these and others which include Protein Science Corporation and the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. So in the wrong, I include the University of Iowa and the University of Hong Kong. They can't deny, don't even try. I'm also front-streeting the Chinese National Human Genome Center in Shanghai all involved with the COVID vaccine, all identified in patent filings that ranged from 2009 until 2017. 73 patents issued between 2008 and 2019, so it was outrageous to say COVID-19 
was clinically novel, clinically unique, and clinically contagious. Billions of people wearing muzzles because they are scared, but you can't have an outbreak of something that is genetically engineered. All this BS about variants for something that was made and poised for human emergence, patented for commercial exploitation. It led up to the coronavirus vaccination, patented 73 times. I'm as mad as if you tried to put a mask on Buster Rhymes. Makes me sick. We were told you can make a lot of money with this, according to Ralph Barrick. Statement made by Peter Dazak in 2015, reported in the National Academics of Press publication, February 12, 2016. We need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures, such as a pan-coronavirus vaccine, a pandemic that left our world in a mess, he said. We need to use that hype to our advantage. Investors will respond if they see a profit at the end of the process. We fell under their sway because we gave them our compliance. Quote from Peter Daszak, the head of EcoHealth Alliance, COVID-19 isn't unique. There was no lab leak, only intentional bioweaponization of spike proteins to inject into people in a COVID vaccination. Bill Gates pushing the mark of the beast. This has nothing to do with a pathogen being released. Every study that's ever been launched to try to verify a lab leak is a red herring, doesn't hold up, their story's weak. There's nothing new about COVID-19, zilch, zero. So stop lining up for vaccinations thinking you're a hero. Those at the top definitely have a vendetta. Patent 7279327, the patent on the recumbent nature of the coronavirus that is a lung targeter. This is all information you've probably never heard before. It's always been about money, and the script was first written January 6, 2004. Do you remember 2019 December? Guess what? The University of North Carolina Chapel Hill NIAID and Moderna began the sequencing of a spike protein vaccine 2019 in November. I'm giving it to you real. Here's some realism. They wrote the script in a conference called SARS and Bioterrorism. April 2020, the world went insane. The new normal, the language Moderna started, that became the branded campaign. Adopted by the World Health Organization, eight months later, the rollout of the COVID vaccination. Information you might not have heard before. The new normal is a concept that was adopted January 6, 2004. Breaking it down in this rhyme, the concept has been around for a very long time. This was all part of a design. Moderna knew that they were going to be placed in front of the line to make that cash money green in regard to the development of a vaccine. In March 2019, the world is run by psychopaths. Abandon all hope. Two Canadian companies, Arbutus Pharmaceuticals and Acuitus Pharmaceuticals, own the patent on the lipid nanoparticle envelope. They have the patent. The injection is required to deliver the insertion of this in RNA fragment. 
Dr. David Martin delivered the evidence. The patents were issued around the world and their world intellectual property equivalents. Patents are filed constantly by the CDC. Moderna tried to amend their patent to include release of a coronavirus. Accidentally or deliberately, Moderna tried to negotiate with Arbutus and Acuitus to get the resolution of a lipid nanoparticle patented technology so they could put it in a vaccine inside the envelope they intended to place that spike protein. So they had a candidate vaccine before they had a pathogen come again. A lipid nanoparticle um, sorry, envelope to carry the spike protein. Okay, let's, let's back that up and read that again. I got sidetracked with the commercial. Okay, because I'm playing my playlist again for all of you. The Revolution playlist, that is. Revolution music. Okay, Moderna tried to amend their patent to include release of a coronavirus accidentally or deliberately. Moderna tried to negotiate with Arbutus and Acuitus to get the resolution of a lipid nanoparticle patented technology or liquid nanoparticle so they could put it in a vaccine inside the envelope they intended to place that spike protein. So they had a candidate vaccine before they had a pathogen come again. A lipid nanoparticle envelope to carry the spike protein. Anthony Fauci lamented that he could not find a way to get people to accept the influenza vaccine. He bemoaned this at every one of the NIAID Advisory Council Board meetings from 2016 until 2019. Just hearing Fauci's name causes me great stress. He was trying to get the population to engage in the process. Who saw the COVID jab would be a great money earner? Let's see. Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, UNC, Chapel Hill, and Moderna. A book, the book A World at Risk, had a scenario put together by the World Health Organization in September of 2019. The accidental or intentional release of respiratory pathogens, obviously so that they could make a vaccine, September 2019 and by September 2020, they intended that a universal vaccine should become mandatory. So before 2019, the number of patents that mentioned the ACE2 targeting mechanism for SARS coronavirus was 117. So now you know what they plan to do. COVID isn't new, hasn't been even remotely new. They plan to put it in the vaccinations. This goes back to 2008 publications referenced in weaponized conferences that took place in Slovenia, in Europe, and all across the DARPA infrastructure. Moderna's patent applications that led to billions of vaccinations, vaccine mandates, pharmaceutical companies that enjoy the earliest priority dates, If you patent a gene sequence, you have no defense. Don't believe the hype. It's a sequel. And Peter Daszak, the public enemy. Let's throw in Anthony Fauci, CDC, and the NIAID. This is our hour. We'll fight the power. 
They thought they had sweet victory, but they'll turn it sour. Why all this clamor for a vaccination? In 2008, the WHO said the coronavirus was a dead interest, so eradicated by declaration. Those in power think they can strip us of our voice. But this activist is stating clearly that since 2005, DARPA made coronavirus their biological weapon of choice. It's not derived from nature. It's not a vaccination. It's been patented for years. It's a computer simulation. There has been no effort by any pharmaceutical company to take the vi this virus on. And that's how you know you are dealing with a con. It's not a vaccine. It's all about getting people to be injected with the known to be harmful S1 spike protein. I'm sure that very few people know this. When Fauci tried desperately to get some of his synthetic RNA vaccines published, the patents were rejected by the patent office. They told him may produce antibodies that bind to a specific protein, but not persuasive in regards to a vaccine. His vaccines were deemed to be defective. He was told that the immune response produced by a vaccine must be protective. Fauci was desperate to get his synthetic virus to be accepted as a vaccination. The patent office straight up told him the term vaccine, a compound which prevents infection. Applicant has not demonstrated that the instantly claimed vaccine meets even the lower standards set forth in the specification. So Fauci was blocked from pulling a con. Claims 5, 7, and 9 are not operative as the anti-HIV vaccine, which is what he was working on. This is what they told Anthony Fauci. No patentable utility. He was told it didn't meet a standard that was patentable, didn't meet a standard that was clinical or legal. People like Fauci love creating fear, like the anthrax scare. The FDA themselves said by their own clinical standards, it can't be called a vaccine. What it really is, a computer sequence that stimulates your body to make trillions of the spike protein outrageous. This fake Delta variant said to be more contagious. It's insane. About as real as the Andromeda strain. Next, we'll have Epsilon, which will also be a con. Let's get it on. If they keep getting their way, they'll be singing this song by Marvin Gaye. Let's get it to the ninth letter, Loda, as in not one iota of evidence that this is anything other than a synthetic virus computer gene sequence. Kappa will always be a really cool track suit line, so don't even think to make it a variant and part of your grand design. There's absolutely no evidence that the gene sequence alteration had any clinical significance. All these scam artists are finished. COVID is not novel and distinct from anything that predates November 2019, and no paper has this been established. Don't buy into the story. The media is weaving, and you should not be believing. Delta variant? You have no point of reference because of the nature of the way in which we currently sequence genomes. A Compose, compositing process in mathematics known as an interleaving variance planet earth there is no need to trip it's the same genome sequence and 
at a different section. They're parsing the clip. Most of you know zilch about what's going on because you're superficial. The genome sequence they said themselves is artificial. They offer a similar sequence, but you need the exact sequence to know what's being injected into an individual. Y'all are waking up too late. The weaponization patents began in 2008. They have fragments that are identified, but the fragments are not specified. What they avoided doing, which is the norm, is to represent these sequences in a digital form. Sleazier and sleazier. If they did it in digital, the comparison would be easier. They got rid of the flu so they could pitch a COVID vaccination, but influenza did not leave the human population. They manufactured a pandemic to create the illusion of vaccine demand. Are you getting it? Are you beginning to understand? These are the facts the largest bioweapon attacks on U.S. soil, and we had just two postal inspectors investigating anthrax. It's jaw-dropping. Two postal inspectors supposed to be crime-stopping? No, there isn't a pandemic, just a marketing campaign that is opportunistic.